Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. In the time of Jeremiah, God gave this prophet that everyone loved to hate for his honest, straightforward, unadulterated words from the Lord of repentance and righteousness or judgment, a strange message. It came to him in the form of a vision, that of two baskets of figs, one basket of good figs and another basket of bad figs, or else you might say good fruit and bad fruit. Jesus speaks to us again of this good and bad fruit in Matthew chapter 7, verse 19, when he says that every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by a person's fruits, you shall know them of what spirit they are operating. Because that not everyone who saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. In other words, not everyone who is professing to be a Christian. He says, but rather he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. So back to Jeremiah and his vision of this good and bad fruit in their baskets. You see, God had decreed judgment for the land because of the sin, selfishness, and deep-rooted rebellion in it. This gross error and compromise was so generationally ingrained and entangled into every religious fabric of this once godly land that after having given them ample warning and chance to amend it, God finally had to pronounce a sure judgment against it. Because you see that when the call for repentance is ignored or rejected, then Against his merciful desire, punishment for those sins must be enacted. In Jonah chapter 2 verse 8, we read this verse of great wisdom when it says that they which observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. This is exactly what was happening in Israel in this passage God had called his true prophets to deliver a word of repentance or judgment. Yet the false prophets and preachers spoke lies and vanities, saying what the people wanted to hear to ease their fear, rather than the hard truth that they needed to hear in order to cause men to turn away from their error, selfishness, and wickedness, and be saved. So many of the people chose the side of those false prophets that prophesied these vain lies. And in doing so, they forsook the great mercy of God, sending them a true prophet to give them the truth and call them back into righteousness, right standing, the protection of repentance. And it was because of this that God sent Jeremiah this strange message. This vision can be summed up as saying that the judgment is coming and you will not stop it. It's too late for that. You rejected my prophet and chose the false, lying, flattering fakes. So here is your last chance for a measure of grace.
Believe that this judgment is coming and prepare yourself for it. You will not be spared from it, but still will I save the righteous out of it. Those who believed the true prophecy and got right with the Lord would be saved by their faith in what he had to say. They would be counted among the good figs. They would not resist what was coming on the land, but would obey the Lord's every command and be moved in order to be protected from the judgment that was coming. They would leave what was God's country and their inheritance and go into the land of the enemy, the Chaldeans. Yet there would they be blessed and increase and prosper and be used mightily by God as prophets in the midst of Babylon, all while judgment fell upon their homeland. Yet once it was completed, they would be returned unto it with blessing and increase and provision to reclaim the land that God had given them and to rebuild his house upon a clean foundation. But yet for those who had refused to listen, the outcome would be terrible for them. They did not believe his words, warnings, and calls for humbling and repentance by the prophets. They did not hearken when he said that God had spoken for them to leave in peace and quietness for a season. They trusted in vain sayings that eased their fears so that they forsook wisdom. So for them, the bad figs, they were in the wrong position when judgment hit them. And it rushed over them like a flood, by sword, by famine, by death, and by pestilence. They were overtaken. The remaining were led away captive, dispersed into every direction with nothing, no provision, no favor, no blessing, just distresses. This is the lesson of Jeremiah's vision. When God speaks, listen. Believe me, it's in your best interests. My friend, run from those who say only what you want to hear and rob you of a godly fear. For in doing so, they rob you also of wisdom. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Lay your pride and selfish desires down and trust him. He does delight in mercy, but those who observe lying vanities forsake it voluntarily. Jeremiah chapter 24 verse 1 says, The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, with their carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe, and the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten, they were so bad. Then said the Lord unto me, What seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, Figs, the good figs, very good, and the evil, very evil, that cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive of Judah, whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chaldeans for their good. 
for I will set mine eyes upon them for the good, and I will bring them again into this land, and I will build them and not pull them down, and I will plant them and not pluck them up, and I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. And as for the evil figs which cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Surely thus saith the Lord, So will I give Zedekiah the king of Judah and his princes and the residue of Jerusalem that remain in this land and them that dwell in the land of Egypt. And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt and a curse in all places, rather I shall drive them. And I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them till they be consumed from off the land that I gave unto them and to their fathers. So Lord, today we thank you for the warning, Lord. We thank you for the true men and women of God who speak the truth in love, mercy, and compassion, giving us space for repentance. Lord, we thank you for the warnings that we have been given, that you have written in your scripture through the ages of the judgments that are coming upon the nations. Lord, we choose to lay down our own vanities, the lies, the compromise, the pride, that says we can work our way out of what you have prophesied. And we prepare our hearts, our souls, and our minds for what you said is coming. We repent of our sins that we might be in right standing and under your covering of protection. We set our eyes and our affections on you and not on the things of this world that we will follow you to the places and callings that you want to bring us to, that we might be used mightily in the midst of trial and tribulation and hard days, that you might be able to shine the light of your grace, not only to us in these dark places, but through us to the faithless. Lord, let us be found among the good figs in the basket that even though they were displaced, they were brought into a better place. They were favored. They were blessed. They had purpose. They brought sweetness to the places that you sent them. Lord, let us not be found among the bad fruit, the rotten, that had no usefulness, but to be trodden underfoot. Lord, cause us to rightly represent you, to speak of you to others, to have faith for the promise of eternal glory that is coming to continue daily waiting for your returning, that you are coming again to rebuild New Jerusalem, to bring a better kingdom, and that you have a place in it for those who maintained their fruitfulness and believed in your teachings and portrayed your sweetness to those around them. Let us pour out your love, your kindness, your mercy, your gentleness, your faithfulness, your patience, your wisdom, your long-suffering, your selflessness, your mercy, your joyfulness to those who most need to see and experience it. And as the day grow darker, let us shine all the brighter. As the sea get more turbulent, let us cling to you all the tighter. As the noise of the storm around us 
get more boisterous. Let us sing praises all the louder. And as the world around us gets meaner, let our fruitfulness be sweeter. Lord, let us be among the good figs that find favor, blessing, provision, and usefulness in a time of judgment. Thank you for your great mercies that are released in your warnings, in your words, in your revelation, and in the space that you have given us to come unto repentance. We lay down every pride, every lie, every vain imagination, every delusion of intellect or understanding. We lay it all at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, prepare us for what is coming. For you have spoken it in your word and we believe it because you are unchanging. In you there is no variableness. So we lay aside the vanity, the lies of the false prophets, the labors of men and of demons. For we know that you are coming. But until you do, Lord, use us for your glory. Make us prophets in the midst of Babylon. God, we humble ourselves today and acknowledge that we could be deceived. We could be led away when we follow the leading of our own flesh, our lust, our desires, our pride, our want of an easy life. So, Lord, we ask today that you reveal to us in any way that we have listened to the wrong voice. We don't want to be found in the wrong basket because that we listened to a false prophet. Lord, we pray for discernment on us and on the church in general. Lord, you said that in the last days a great deception would come upon the earth and that because of the people's love of unrighteousness, you would allow them to believe a lie. They would not believe what you said was right. You sent the truth. You sent a prophet. You revealed all things unto them in the proper season. But many refused to see it. They believed what they wanted to believe. They received a lie and a deception spoken by the enemy and his false prophets in the pulpits and in the media. These are the ones that end up in the wrong basket. So Jesus, we come before you today and we confess with our mouth what we believe in our heart, that we believe every word that you had to say, that you are coming again, that there is a sure judgment, that things will get worse before your returning, but that in the midst of it, those who truly know you, those who have believed you, those who abide and continue to press through and have a relationship with you, seeking and doing your will by faith every day, that you will use us in the midst of these trials and tribulations, that as it was prophesied in the book of Daniel, we will be strong and do great exploits because we know who our God is and we put our faith in him and not in this world or its systems. We don't love the physical and material things around us. We love the souls of the people in it. That as the bitterness of wormwood is poured out upon the earth, you will use us in the midst of it, to bring a little sweetness to those around us, to our loved ones, and even to our enemies. Because that though that some men never cease to reject it, you never cease from trying to release mercy. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. 
For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.